Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Candid, a podcast by Swatch and AMDA. I'm your host, Grace Brown, and as always, I'm so happy you're here. Okay guys, I'm literally so excited for today's episode with Amanda. I thought we could do a quick little catching up beforehand. I caught up with you guys last week. If you listened to the podcast last Friday, you would know that I was home for the week, but if you didn't, now you do. Basically, I just went home because I had a ton of doctor's appointments, and I just have a lot of stuff to get done. So I'm recording this beforehand on Tuesday, and then I'm going to be recording with Amanda tomorrow, which obviously I already stated I'm very excited about. Basically, I had such a fun weekend. I was in Athens with my best friend. It was like my last time visiting ever in college which is just crazy because I usually visit her at least once a semester. A lot of my friends go to Athens from high school and I always stay with her and we just had a blast. It was kind of sentimental but nothing went wrong. Usually there's one little thing that happens and nothing happened which was good. I was very happy. On Sunday I came back home just because it's easier for me because I know exactly how to get back that way and it's like only adds 10 minutes to the trip back to Auburn. And I ate lunch with my parents when they decided to tell me they had a surprise for me. And I was like, what? What could you guys possibly have a surprise for me? Like, what could this be? I really thought it was going to be the credit card bill Um, because I don't know. I thought they were just trying to be funny. And then I go up to my room. I'm like, that's weird. The credit card bill shouldn't be in my room. But no, I opened the door and it was the Stony Clover Lane collection from Target and I was like, oh my god. And just a little backstory on that. Basically, me and my dad have done this forever, like since the Lily Pulitzer one. I mean, we basically have gone to every single one at the opening time together. I clearly wasn't with him because it just didn't work out. It wasn't in the cards this year. So he took my mom and they had a blast doing it and waking up early and whatever. It's it's like a whole day ordeal. You go to multiple targets. It's so much fun. Um, was the response great on TikTok? No. I had a ton of people saying that I was the reason it sold out. A ton of people calling me a brat, whatever. I really, really am trying to like not let it get to my head, but it's whatever. I will get over it. Um, people can just be so rude. Like People don't even know my personality and they're commenting on it. So. Anyway, and then, you know, I've had a really great past two weeks on TikTok, so thank you guys if you're supporting me. Um, If you don't follow me, it's Grace C. Brownie. I had someone DM me the other day and be like, um, this was on my Styled by GB account. They were like, what other platforms are you on? And I was so confused because I thought that everybody just came from my TikTok. I had no idea that people came from my popular page. Um, I kind of forgot that Instagram had that. So that was interesting and fun, but now I'm just going to be always plugging my stuff, so don't get annoyed. But anyway, moving forward with today's podcast, I am so excited. All of you guys are participating today because I'm having Amanda DeWitt, who I love. She's one of my TikTok friends, social media friends, and we're actually all planning a trip together in June, I'm pretty sure. So very excited for that. Anyway, Basically, she does this bit on her Instagram. She does a fantastic job with answering all her Q&As and having fun little bits, but the bit is called, he's the perfect guy, but, and then she replies to it and everything, and I love this 
whole entire bit so much that I reached out to her and was like, we should do a podcast about this where we both give out our opinions and both kind of tell people how we feel about something or like maybe give advice to if we need it. So I've broken these categories into three things where one is like, that's deep, where it's like kind of, okay, he's a good guy, but like that's kind of deep. Then the second category is we can work on it. And then the third would be easy fix. And I'm super excited for Amanda to come on and introduce herself. So next time I'm in here, I will be with Amanda. Okay, guys, I'm back with Amanda, and I'm so excited for today's podcast. You guys already know a little bit what it is about, but I'm going to let Amanda introduce herself. Hey, guys, um, I'm Amanda. I am a content creator. Some of you guys might know me from TikTok, but I live in Dallas now, and I went to the University of Oklahoma. I majored in marketing and minored in finance, and yeah, I graduated a few months ago, or I guess almost a year ago, in May of 2021. Yes. Okay, well, me and Amanda, like I've said before, are friends from social media, and you guys know about the bit. I already explained it in the intro. So we have so much to cover today. I feel like we're just going to go ahead and dive right in. I'm so excited. But I'll kind of, yeah, me too. I'm like... (laughs) I'll kind of explain it to you guys um, who are listening. We like divided them in, or I did, so these are all kind of a surprise to Amanda, but I trust her readiness for this because she's she's a regular. But I divided it into three categories, and the first one is that's deep. The second one is we can work on it, and the third one is easy fix. So without further ado, Let's jump into our first one. Are you ready? I'm ready. I, I'm excited to see what people came up with because I've not read any of these. Like, I literally have no idea of what is coming. Yes. I'm excited for you to hear them. There's there's funny ones and, like, serious ones. Okay. He's the perfect guy, but he has commitment issues. I feel like this is such a big one. I'll let you go first. Okay, commitment issues to me feels a little bit vague because if he has a reputation for cheating on a lot of past girlfriends, to me that is like an absolute deal breaker just because, you know, been there, done that, I've learned from that, don't need to get myself into a situation like that. But also like if he spent a long time being single or something, I don't think that's necessarily bad. So to me, it would it would depend specifically on what the commitment issue was. But I think, yeah, yeah, to me, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. In my head, I just like if a guy isn't ready to like commit to you he's just going to wait for the next person to come along who he can like give that same energy to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like not commit to, but will give him more attention. But maybe like if he's having commitment issues because he just got out of like a long-term relationship, you know, I understand that because it takes time. Obviously like other people take longer, but if he's having commitment issues just in general, then I say ditch him. I say, like, he's not the perfect guy yeah, at I, all. I think um, it, it, it boils down to, like, if he wanted to, he would. And yeah. 
it basically if he wanted to he would so like I think if it's a situation of him committing to you then if he wants to be with you he will be with you and if he's being shady it means you know actions speak louder than words and it's not gonna happen yeah 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 I I think that's a red flag to whoever wrote this in I would ditch him you deserve better (laughs) um next one is a huge red flag to me but he's the perfect guy but he gets jealous very easily that to me is the ultimate like ew I find jealousy so unattractive and annoying because maybe this sounds kind of harsh but it feels like it gives like insecure vibes yeah that's exactly what I was gonna say I just and it would just drive me insane I also think it picks a lot of arguments and fights and I don't know like I'm the type of person that needs a very steady relationship and can't be on like that roller coaster so I feel like especially with my past relationships I think there's been jealousy for sure and it always is just the source of like so much insecurity and conflict so for me that's just like an immediate no or it's at least it's absolutely a conversation at the bare minimum yeah 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 I completely agree I have never had like a relationship where a guy was jealous very easily I just don't think that like I could ever even get into a relationship like that but I've had so many friends who've been in these relationships my best friend in high school was just I mean it's laughable honestly now but at the moment like at the time it wasn't because she this was her first boyfriend I feel like that's another thing like girls can easily get tricked into this like oh that's normal for them to be Mm -hmm. super jealous but no it's not like if he's confident in how he treats you then he's not going to be worried about you hanging out with your guy friends or like obviously in a group setting it kind of depends on the situation but he's not going to be one who gets mad at you for talking to your guy friends I just find that super super red flag because like I said my friends who were in those relationships were realize like after the fact how bad it was and how like jealousy like shouldn't be a thing so yeah I've even had it where it's like the guy is jealous of the amount of time you'll spend with your friends which I think is a very interesting predicament because obviously like finding balance between you know maintaining your friendships with your girlfriends and then also making time for the person you're in a romantic relationship with is like it's it's a struggle sometimes but it's doable I think and like yeah it's weird though like I've had the situations where it's felt like boyfriends or like situationships guys more so like kind of don't want to get close to my friends because then they're like kind of jealous of like oh well you just prioritize your friends so much like you spend so much time with them and I don't know like that or like even other times like they're limiting like I think jealousy can present in a lot of different ways and it's like oh well you can't wear that because then like 
and then you know or like other guys will like notice you and I think all of those things like kind of just like root back to like jealousy which is really insecurity like bottom line like in the relationship yeah I I completely agree I feel like there's so many ways that a person in a relationship could be jealous I completely forgot about the whole clothing thing too that that's smart but speaking of clothing, this is good. This is good. It leads into our next one, which, like, this was so important for me to talk about because I feel like you would really like this one, too. But he's the perfect guy, but he hates my style. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So where do I even begin? Yeah, he I know. He hates your style? Like, first things that come to mind are like, questions of, like, how did you find out that he hated your style? Did he literally tell you that? What is yeah. it about your style that he hates? And how are you guys like even dating if he absolutely yeah. hates your style? But for I, you to submit that, yeah, like, but oh my gosh, I know, and like that is really challenging because I honestly like I'm such the type of person I really believe like you should never have to pretend to be something you're not. And you should express yourself and wear whatever you want to wear and your style is your own. And like the person that you're with, if they love you and respect you, will like know that. And they also probably won't date you if they hate your style at all. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's hard though because like guys definitely are like – weird sometimes about clothing yeah like max will say things all the time like that is not cute like or like he doesn't say things like that he's honestly never that brutal but he he's like like he questions like certain trends and whenever I was wearing like socks with loafers a lot and the fall he'd be like are you sure and I was like no I swear six months from now people people are gonna be doing this and um yeah, but I I think I just did it anyway, and I know that he likes me for me and, like, will maybe laugh at something one time, but ultimately wouldn't ever say anything again. So I guess if it's, like, something that he's actively bringing up, that, to me, is a little bit red flag. Concerning. Like, yeah. that's just, like, a conversation. Like, what what is it you don't like? Like, why are you bringing this up? I don't know. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that... I don't know. I think that you, like, what you decide to wear is such a huge reflection of your personality and what you actually like, unless you're just, like, completely trend-chasing. But even then, you're still dressing in cute clothes. Like, I'm not one who, first off, how I would approach the situation. Well, maybe this is just, like, the single and me talking, but, you know, obviously don't approach it this way. Is like, you don't, you don't dress up for him or, like, wear certain clothes for him. Like, you're wearing certain clothes to, like, yeah. make you happy. And I feel like that's just so huge. Like, I'm not wearing this outfit out when I go out with my friends and stuff for you. I'm wearing it so the other girls in the bar, club, will be like, hey, <laughs> that's – like, ask me where it's from. That's such yeah. a cute outfit. Girls dress for and girls. <laughs> yeah, like, right? I, I, literally. Yes. That's why I'm, like – I wouldn't even know how to approach a conversation like this. I – I mean, I get it. Like Amanda said, it's, you know, my roommate's boyfriend called me Luigi once when I was wearing like a green hat, a green chugger hat. And I was like, you know what? That's actually hilarious. Yeah. And like guys will just do that. They just don't get it. But I feel like it's just such a different ballpark when they don't like 
your style. Yeah, that, like, I personally couldn't do it just because my style is such a big part of who I am and literally what I do and what I share on the internet. But, I mean, maybe for someone else, it wouldn't be as big a video. I don't know. Like, for me, that's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. (laughs) (laughs) So, I got a lot of entries about mom, about the boyfriend's mom. Like, he's the perfect guy, but something with their mom. And... You guys, I just literally could not pick. There were so many. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Two that were very, like, repeating were he's the perfect guy, but he's too close with his mom, and he's the perfect guy, but he doesn't like his mom, which are at complete total end. So I'll let you – maybe you could pick one and discuss that, and I could pick one and discuss that since they're, like, opposites, like – devil's advocate okay whatever so you can pick which one you want too close or hates his mom first of all I just want to say I'm so glad we're discussing the boyfriend and mom dynamic because first I know Grace you have brothers and I feel so I I only have one sister it's just me and her I was gonna say yeah you're a sister so I have never understood like the relationship between boys and moms because I feel like it's so different between mothers and daughters than it is boys or than sons and moms. And not that like yeah. one is bad or one is good, but like like I have a really the dynamic is just yeah different. the dynamic is so different. Like I am super close with my mom, but like I just in you know when I see my friends like and or when even like Max and his mom like have such a different relationship than like what like Max and his sister or Max's sister and like her mom probably have. I would assume yeah. And I think, like, boys and moms can get weird because my thing is, like, I will pick the he's obsessed with his mom one to talk about. Okay, okay. Perfect. And when a guy is obsessed with his mom, I think sometimes he confuses your, like, duties to him as a girlfriend and, like, his relationship with his mom because sometimes in my experience with guys who have this type of relationship with their mom it's like they are wanting you to do their laundry and like they They want that wife status like yeah they want like wife even or I don't even know what to call it like wife privileges I guess like way before that would ever even come and also like I just think at the end of the day like part of what keeps a relationship interesting is that you aren't someone's parent like if you start literally like cooking for him every single night and doing all of his laundry like it's yeah you're gonna lose like the attractiveness element in your relationship I agree I don't know so to me like sometimes when guys are like super obsessed with their mom and like the mom is still just super like overly involved it can be, like, a little bit of a just, you know, scary moment for me. Right, right. I I agree. I Since I am doing the hates his mom, I feel like I don't want our two things. They Okay, like, because basically what I'm going to say is going to sound like it's contradicting what you said, but it's not because there's, like, a fine line, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing to have a good relationship if he has a good relationship with his mom, but not to the point where you're talking about where it's like he expects 
you to like take care of yeah. him and in in a way his mom expects that too oh yeah yes. like, you know what like, I mean it's like oh can you like go pick up this prescription for him or something like that or I don't even know like that's not a good example but yeah it's like almost like the role of his mother is now like transitioning to you even though he's a full-on adult like yeah so he does need to be making decisions but for the point of hates his mom I feel like that is kind of unless there's like some traumatic history involved like a bad divorce or if his mom wasn't present for its childhood or really anything um as the girlfriend I feel like some people only see like what's at the surface level so you really can't get the behind the story of like why he hates his mom all in all or completely but if he's just like annoyed by his mom constantly because you know moms want to get pictures of their kids at school and like call their kids every once in a while and don't want to just be like a bank to college students you know that's kind of how I see it right now yeah I also though I think there's a difference between like is disrespectful to his mom and like just flat out does not have a relationship with his mom at all because I think there's a possibility of like okay like I'm you know, let's say hypothetically, I'm single, I'm living in Dallas, I'm in my 20s, I go out with a guy who like tells me he has a, you know, eventually we start talking, he has a really bad relationship with his mom. And it's because she, you know, as you said, wasn't present when he was a child. And you know, that's like one thing like you can like not have a relationship with your mom and like dislike your mom or even maybe have like a little bit of a relationship with her. But like, a guy who still like leans on his parents, maybe just like for like love support, financially, whatever it is, mistreats his mom is is just that's a completely different thing I think that yeah there yeah yeah. I especially think like the way that he's going to treat you in a relationship this is what this is the part I was talking about about like counteracting your point but not really like the way that he treats his mom agreeing with how he depends on his mom is how he's probably going to treat you in a relationship yeah so like the guy that is so close with his mom is going to expect you to do the things that his mom is doing and the guy that hates his mom you know you have to think from like a, a different standpoint you have to think of how he's treating his mom if that pattern will slowly start to develop with you yeah I think if he's like rude to his mom especially in front of you that is a super big red flag because I think how he treats his moms is a lot about how he treats women in general right right I agree I think that is a good last part um (laughs) for the that's deep topic because I have some ones that in the we can work on it field that I feel like will be good for it'll be kind of like surprising to people so the first one that I put which might be shocking is he's the perfect guy but he hates buying me gifts so I did not choose to be this way but my love language you guys know like the love languages words of affirmation acts of service physical touch all of those okay then there's gifts that is a category I don't know why, but mine is literally gifts. Every time I tell someone that, they are shocked. They're like, who is the 1% of the world that has gifts as their love language? Because I I feel like it gets a very bad reputation. And just people assume like, oh, that's super materialistic, superficial, whatever. I've learned to like accept it about myself. I like for me, I love giving presents. I love like receiving presents like I love just 
celebrating things and commemorating right. things. And if he, if a guy really hated buying me stuff, and I'm not even just talking about like clothes or a bag or jewelry or whatever, but like just in general, in general, like gifts could be like, oh, let's go out to dinner because you, you know, you did really well on, you know, that presentation you had to give out work today or something like that. Like I love when like somebody like rec, it's more of like a recognition thing. I think right. and like yeah I couldn't I couldn't I mean I yeah. I, could, I would probably get over it if everything else about him was perfect but I don't know for me that's a big deal yeah no I mean I totally get that and that's why I kind of put it in the we can work on it field because like same with the whole love language I personally like I love receiving gifts and I feel like the reason you and I do have that as such a strong love language um, cause I kind of feel like I have multiple. Wait, is, is gifts one of yours too? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, sure. I'm and I freaking think... out. I literally have never met someone else who's I gifts. Think, okay. I, the thing is, I think the reason that we're both this way is it's not like a materialistic thing at all. Like for me, no. and I know it's not for you. For me, it's, it's more of like, I love self care yeah, and I, I love, too. I love receiving things because in my eyes, like, a gift is definitely – I feel like a gift could literally be all of the love languages, you know what I mean, in some way. But a gift is definitely something that you splurge on for somebody else that they wouldn't splurge on for themselves. So in a way, like, in my eyes, it's, like, self-care. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I put it in the We Can Work On It field was because maybe he hates buying gifts because his love language is quality time – because he may work so long or what you know what I mean and like that time is really valuable to him or he might like to travel or something but if it's something that is like affecting your relationship I feel like say hey we should take the love languages test yeah don't say like oh you should but like we should just to see and then I feel like that's a chance to further elaborate on what needs you need to be met you're never needy you just have unmet needs is what I always say no I totally agree with that and I think just talking about it because you know love languages as a whole is a learning experience and usually you have to make like even in really great relationships you have to make a conscious effort as you said to meet other people's needs there's nothing wrong with that yeah yeah so the next one is he's the perfect guy but he snapchats me over text do you want to go first wait like he texts you over snapchat I'm just gonna assume the person meant he prefers snapchat over oh he prefers snapchat yes yes Uh, this is like my pet peeve but yeah same I mean like it's one of those where I guess it kind of depends. I don't know. I'm not in high school anymore. I don't really know if like Snapchat is what it was when I was really like talking to a lot of guys on. I mean, I've never really talked to a ton of guys on Snapchat when I was single, but I just think it's one of those things. If he wanted to, he would. If you yeah. told him, I don't really Snapchat, or you have made it somehow extremely clear through your actions that you are not a Snapchat girl. He will, you know, cross the bridge. He will make the extra effort and just text you. Like, I don't really get why Snapchat is shady. Why does everything need to disappear after 0.2 seconds or whatever? Like, I just send a text message. It's not my vibe either. Yeah. I completely agree. I think that, like, if you guys are starting out in a relationship or at, like, the forefront 
of just like starting to get to know each other you don't always have to text because then that leaves something that, that leaves nothing to talk about in person but if he's like snapchatting you I think that you know it's okay it kind of depends on your age like I know Amanda agrees with Agreed. me but I yeah. don't know I just feel like it's kind of weird I don't even snapchat anymore if a guy asks for my snapchat I literally say I don't have one I was like, you can text me, but I don't have a Snapchat. Yeah. I got that from uh, Eli Rallo. I don't know if you follow mm. her. Mm-hmm. I love Eli. Yes. She did not give her Snapchat to her boyfriend at first. And I don't even know if he asked for it, but basically she was saying that. But anyway, I think it's important to like set a boundary around that, especially because if that's all y'all are doing, especially like Snapchat DMing, immediate ick, immediate no, because basically what he's doing, no offense, is just deleting any digital footprint that he has of YouTube trying to talk. Exactly. Or his like 3 a.m. text to you, which that's that's embarrassing embarrassing on his part you deserve better agree agree okay this one was submitted so many times I don't have personal experience with it I kind of do but it says he's the perfect guy but I'm taller than him (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah this is really just personal preference in my opinion like I'm 5'5 barely 5'5 but same wait that's actually crazy I didn't know that okay for everyone listening what's so crazy about Grace and I is we're both Capricorns, right? Yes, yes. Both Enneagram 3s, which I'm, like, obsessed with the Enneagram. Yes. And we're both 5'5 five five now. So that's yes, just so crazy. Yes. I'm, and like, 5'5 five five on a good day. Gifts as our one of our lovely Yes, friends. yes. Like, soulmate best friend, maybe. I know. Like, like, I literally have never met anyone else. I think that's the coolest thing because I don't have, like, any other, like, gift friends or Capricorn friends or whatever. But back to yeah. the thing. I think this is, is entirely personal preference because I'm already not tall. Like, I would literally have to be dating a guy that was 5'4 or 5'3, which would just, you know. It'd be pretty difficult. <laughs> that would be not my thing, probably, but I do believe there are you know people out there for all the five three and five four kings of the world Mm -hmm. um yeah not for me though yeah I'm five five on a good day I'm like five four nine every other day it really depends on if I'm wearing my hokas or not but I feel like it just kind of if you just need to be confident in it my ex-boyfriend was like five seven Mm -hmm. like he was not that much taller than me so I couldn't wear heels I mean he wasn't worth not wearing heels for I love a good heel but I feel like there are people in life say it it's worth it I wouldn't let that be like the ultimate deal breaker and I feel like height is such an insecurity for guys so like me and Amanda it would be really hard for us to find someone that was shorter than us but say I just meet my short king you know and he's just the love of my life and he's five three (laughs) um I wouldn't let that absolutely like deal break it yeah because I don't know if you do you know the tiktoker I don't know her baby's actual name but her baby's name is like poot I don't know her. I don't oh know. Oh my gosh, I've seen her on my for you page. But what is her name? She's I like can't so much. Name. Yeah, she's so much taller than her husband though, and like they make it work. Is the baby actually named Poot? No. Okay, I, I like couldn't that figure that out, but I never wanted to ask anyone because obviously that's just yeah, yeah, that's just like not the best name ever. So yeah, no, I think that she just jokes. I think that's like part of her brand. But yeah, I mean she she makes it work. Maybe ask her. Me and Amanda, like I thought this was a funny one because I got it so much, but. I feel like it's not a deal breaker completely. If he's perfect besides his height, like, you guys, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, 
Yeah. Right? But, yeah, I mean, when you're targeting guys, I, I mean, I don't really know if anyone does that. I don't think I ever really did that. But, like, if, if yeah. you know, like, <laughs> maybe on, like, the first date, like, assess if that's going to be something that really bothers you. Yeah. Or just, like, don't even go out with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If like, don't, that don't even, you that much, like, don't yeah, even don't even. It. Yes. Agree. That's what I mean. Okay, next one. He's the perfect guy, but he's clingy. <laughs> um, I am super independent to an extent, I would say. Like, I'm definitely a quote-unquote, like, relationship person. I feel like I have only ever really had, like, I've had multiple relationships, but they've all been, like, somewhat long-term relationships, and that's kind of, like, my vibe if that makes sense like I really like well I've also been single for a long period of time too but I don't know right I don't like neediness though like it drives me insane like I'm the type of person like I have to have my alone time like I have to like have my own like projects going on like I'm very like I don't need to hang out every single day type of person yeah I feel like a lot of relationships work that way yeah and I'm just like especially in college because you're doing the exact same thing and you're in the same friend groups and stuff I feel like a lot of relationships work that way but I mean I've had moments to myself where I'm like okay I'm literally never getting in a relationship because I value my alone time so much like I don't even want to be annoyed by my friends and they never annoy me but you know when you get like a million texts in a row from them needing something or like wanting to hang out or talk but you can't or you just need your alone time it's like the most annoying thing it gives me it gives me hope though that you're the same way and have a boyfriend and have for a while so like I I though like I'm the type of person like I could like being single never necessarily like really I actually I take that back obviously I get lonely I still get lonely sometimes like obviously yeah I think that's just part of being a human but yeah I am very okay not like I can go like the whole day not really like talking to anyone and just like doing my own thing and not being fine and also like even with like friends more so like I've always been really into quality over quantity I don't need to go out every night like I don't need to know every single person who I have like mutual friends with I'm social but I'm more so like I love quality over quantity I don't need a ton of social time I still like to be social I basically I feel like you're saying like you don't get FOMO yeah yes yes oh my gosh I don't get FOMO either like number one thing I'm reaching for right now yeah I don't get FOMO like I will very much which is something I had to work on I will say I don't know if I ever it's kind of like I would get FOMO but it wasn't that I was getting FOMO the anxiety I was getting was more so letting other people down because I wasn't going and it was like oh wait I'm so guilty right now because I would rather be alone and stay home tonight than like go out and be with everyone else and it was more so just an insecurity of why don't I want the same things that other people want right now am I like being a bad friend by not going am I letting them down that was more so it and that's the same way with like me and like guys like I don't like when I was single I didn't necessarily need to be like talking to a ton of guys to like feel fulfilled like I wasn't really like ever clinging to people it felt like yeah I I that was like something I really had to work on and it was last summer that did it for me like I used to crave a clinginess from a partner or from a guy for validation like you said Mm -hmm. but then I really I just woke up one day and I'm like all these guys are just absolutely 
trash and their opinion should not even matter to me and like I feel like that's something about maturity is you don't have FOMO anymore you're not attracting yourself to these guys that would give you validation which I feel like I've diverged from the point too but I really don't care because I feel like this is an important topic I think it depends like if he's clingy because he wants to hang out with you or like get to know you then that's that's not even clingy I guess that's just more like trying to get to know you but if he's like constantly blowing up your phone then I think it's like I get a like behind. get your own yeah. interest. Like this, you know I, what I mean? You shouldn't be the forefront of yeah. his mind at all times. All that's the like, time. Yeah, that's not healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy at all. Because that's just saying that he's craving your validation, and that means that he truly has like some insecurities deep down. And so. like on the other side of this, like anytime, because I had to learn from this too. Like I definitely think I had a very like toxic relationship when I was in high school, and I was very clingy to this guy because I was seeking external validation and we were almost caught in that toxic loop of like really high highs and really low lows and it was like me clings gets external validation then like he kind of withdraws like me feeling the need to like be super clingy and obsessive again and then it was just not healthy like it yeah if if I was feeling the need to be with someone 24 7 it means like I've kind of lost like who I am like by myself yeah that's a good point that that's like my relationship last year summed up like perfectly actually because it's just you can get in those cycles and it's just so um it's detrimental to your mental health but also like the patterns you seek in future relationships yeah we're gonna move to the next category because I feel like there's some funny ones in here easy (laughs) fix and there are a few that I was just like I absolutely have to talk about but (laughs) one of my friends submitted this one I'm not gonna out you friend do not worry she said he's the perfect guy but he wears crocs um rocks why is he wearing crocs I feel like there's (laughs) literally no reason to ever wear crocs like unless you're like at a water park like i don't even know where you would be wearing crocs yeah yeah oh like no like i'm sorry just obviously wear what you want there's probably a girl that likes crocs out there for you but it's not me the thing that is like so funny is the dynamic of the boys that are in texas and the boys that are in alabama oh or alabama boy wearing crocs oh my gosh sorry i'm just like not like in the oh no no but because i'm sure there's something that texas boys they do things that alabama boys don't i swear on everything though it is like my biggest ick every guy at auburn who is like just remotely a little bit country not even like country country just like has remotely been touched by auburn's impact has a pair of camo crocs i yeah Hmm. It is my biggest ick. I'm looking for the words, but I can't really find them. I The whole, like, I can, like, tolerate the country vibe. I'm more so of, like, the cowboy vibe, though, yes. if that makes sense yes, with yes, guys. Yes, yes, yes. Like, Maui Jim's Crocs and, like, going to, like, look for the alligator in the lake or whatever. I don't even know. I just can't. No. No, no, no. No. Yeah, I think I think a way to solve this is buy him a new pair of shoes. Um, yeah. Easy fix. Mm-mm. Okay, next one, they're opposite ends, and we can kind of do the same thing like we did for the first one. So it says he gets his eyebrows done versus his hygiene isn't good. So which one do you want to take? I'll take the maybe a little more controversial one that okay. he gets his eyebrows done. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, okay, so would this bother me? Like, no. Would it bother most yeah. girls? Probably, maybe. But I'm also such a big, like, hygiene, skincare, you know, self-care girly that I would love to date a guy who regularly got his eyebrows done and also regularly got pedicures. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in full agreement. My dad has always had to get his eyebrows waxed. Not like shape, but my dad has always had to get his um, eyebrows waxed because if he doesn't, he'll get a unibrow. And my mom's like, I'm absolutely not. Like, I'm sorry. And also, like, why is it such a stigma that guys, like, can't Can't take care of themselves? Yeah, can't go get... even like a facial or something like I'm like yeah I would way rather have everyone looking really cute guy or girl than this weird stigma of like guys for some reason need to like not be into skincare and hygiene and like whatever yeah I I agree I my dad loves to go get pedicures with me and my mom and like his nails look good they're not like gross like most guys but I guess that could lead me into that hygiene his hygiene isn't good like immediate no no i'm just gonna say something if you want me to project projectile (laughs) vomit on site you can just take me into any college boys bathroom oh my god i can't it gives me the heebie-jeebies it's disgusting it's like like, how do they just like how are they mentally okay yeah it's hazardous at points like dead serious it's it's so I feel like I would much rather have my boyfriend get his eyebrows down and come get pedicures with me, even if it's viewed as, like, not the norm. But if a guy isn't having good hygiene, like, this means that he doesn't care about himself. Right. (laughs) Like, Like you, like, let's, like, practice some, like, hygiene, some self-love, and then maybe get into a relationship. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, that, and, like, if you're in this relationship, he doesn't have good hygiene, um, that's okay. You just need to have a queer eye day. And if you don't know where queer eyes really <laughs> transform people. And you just need to, like, channel your inner Jonathan Van Ness or whatever, JVN. And go out and just make him buy some hygiene products. Oh, yeah. My best guy friend, I was like, okay, we're going to get you on a skincare routine. Oh, my gosh. He's very hygienic. Love. But I was like, I got him on a skincare routine last year. I hope he still uses it. But I, I think that – I think I put it under easy fix because if it's – a need that you need met voice it and help them I also think like it's super normal to like put your boyfriend even on a skincare routine like I I think if you have knowledge about how he could better his life just share it and help him I think a lot of times guys want that help but they don't know where to start and they're like too scared to ask for it yeah exactly okay well I am like really sad because sadly this podcast can't last 50 hours <laughs> but I had so much fun with you Amanda of course I hope you guys enjoy the podcast I'll let Amanda plug all of her social medias that way you guys can go follow her so Amanda yeah so I'm at it's Amanda DeWitt and my last name spelled D-E-W-I-T-T on Instagram and TikTok and you can follow me there. Yes, please go follow her guys. She obviously is a great girl and has so many fun bits and ideas on her stories and I feel like you're so good at responding to all your Q&As and you really do stay so active on there. I'm I'm envious. I wish I could do that. Oh my gosh. Wait, first of all, thank you so much for having me as a guest. Of this course. was a blast. This is the first podcast I've ever done. So, I hope it like 
went well but I think it did um and it went amazing also like I am just I'm so lucky to know you Grace I really am so grateful that we've gotten to connect over the internet and like that's what I love so much hopefully we'll meet soon I know hopefully (laughs) we'll meet in real life like I don't know we'll plan something but yeah and so this was just like such a fun experience to be able to do this okay guys I really hope you enjoyed this long episode today It was so fun to record with Amanda. I love her so much. Can't wait to meet her soon. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. And until I see you next time, thanks so much for being candid with me.